Uh, thanks for sticking around. We're going to jump right into Q&A. Uh, if you want to just stay in uh, air-conditioned glory longer, this is yeah. the place to be. I, I tell you what, that, I don't yeah, want to go. because you're having a party today for your son, right? Graduation party, yeah. Yeah, we were planning on coming. <laughs> but well, I don't know now. We should move <laughs> That's assuming cars still work in this Let's, extreme yeah, We should heat. move the party to the church. Just bring them on in. Bye. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Um. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Uh, Wait, before anything, real quick, throw the number up, 360-447-8474. If you got any questions, comments, concerns, throw them I have a question, right a comment, and a concern all, all in one. All in one, yeah. Do you have AC at your house? It's not at my house. It's at oh. the bistro, and I believe that's a yes. Oh, well, if it's I at believe, the bistro, they have AC stro. The bistro. With AC the stro. The bistro. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad. <laughs> We got that sort We'll be out. there. We love you. <laughs> That's right. A couple of conditionals. Uh, what snacks will they have? You had one, only one condition, air conditioning. Yeah. Okay. 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 okay, all right. Okay. That's enough of that. Uh, sermon stuff. Good stuff. Good Sunday morning all around. It was. Good it was Sunday a morning. Sunday. It felt good, which is, I hate to say it, like surprising because I'm so ready to be grumpy when it's this hot. I am just, I'm, I'm not built for it. I don't, apparently our congregation is this morning. Everybody, no, it's they just love the, it. The, no, it's just that the naysayers, they're, they're afraid of the rest. It's like, who's oh, going to oh. say, I hate sunshine. Oh, I guess yeah. I'm a terrible person because I'm honest. They're just afraid, yeah. Is what you're saying. Okay. Uh, good stuff this morning. Loved a lot of it. Really kind of centered around the one piece that I love the most, the same sun that hardens the clay, melts the wax. You know, it's the yeah. same thing. He don't change. Says it right there on our stage, right? Yeah. He's same the same. But it's you, you. Well, I don't know that I personally have ever understood it uh, as thoroughly as I do after this week's uh, big dig deep and dive. big deep dive. Yeah. Because finding those pieces... Uh, you know, where it says in Ecclesiastes, because he's slow to render his wrath, basically. Yeah. Because of that, uh, they harden their hearts. Yeah. It's like, oh, but wait, that's his patience and kindness. That's his Oh, so that's how he hardened Pharaoh. He's like, okay, look, uh, so I'm going to be patient and kind with Pharaoh because I don't want him to die because I want as many Egyptians to be safe, so I'm gonna just keep being uh, you know, kind and patient right. and long-suffering. And so he's gonna harden yeah. because he's gonna see that because of the relief. 100%. And he's gonna think, oh, it, it's not really good, it gets better. And he's gonna harden, and it's like, right. oh, that just makes so much sense. And so then you reread the story and it's like, God isn't going, I'm gonna harden him and he, uh, and he will not let my people go. It's like, right. no, he's saying, Okay, he's the guy, and it's really sad and tragic, but I'm going to be nothing but gracious <laughs> and kind and give them 10 opportunities. Yeah, and I wish I could say I'm, I, I hope to be surprised, but I kind of know yeah, I and won't he's, be. And, and I'm going to harden him. Yeah. I'm going to harden him, sadly. Um, and he, but here's the good news. He won't let my people go. Right. Because I can't have him just let them go. I need him to drive them out. And it's like, man, it turns that whole verse on its head. I know. Uh, while you were preaching there, too, I thought to myself, you know, how, how perfectly is that echoed, the way that Jesus deals with the Pharisees? Because he's always like, come on, I'll have right. dinner with you. We'll do the thing. But you're, you're not going to hear it. You're right. still going to stay obstinate. You're going to be against it. I mean, and it's just, it's that I'm <laughs> extending like I'm extending it, but really it's an opportunity for you to hang yourself. I like yourself. our routine. <laughs> Sorry. Whatever. 
Anyway, um, yeah, he gives you enough rope, right? That's that's the whole idea. Is he goes, look, I want you to, but you're gonna you're gonna hang yourself. And this have you ever? I haven't. Have you ever noticed that the yep. Old Testament scripture <laughs> that Mark references takes you right back to Isa no. Isaiah, saying that in that moment yeah, when he's pouring good. his life out as an offering for sin, in that moment he's going to see the fruit of his labor of his soul and be satisfied. It's like, well, no one else qualifies. Yeah. That's because the, the centurion, uh -huh. who's the first to proclaim him after he dies, does it after he dies. Yep. And it's like, well, who's the first person Jesus got to take home after yeah. dying on the cross? Yeah. What, that what a, guy, the guy that died right when I he, love that. I love it. What a nice epilogue. What a nice little commentary that we're missing because it just does sound so bleak. But for him to have that and be like, this is it. Here we this go. is what it's going to do. Number, you know, Here's, here it First, is. Let's do There's this. A robber on each side, and one's going to have a change of heart, and one's going to harden himself. To just, yeah, share that moment with him where it's like, it worked. It's happening. It's, it's already it's, happening. It's, it's going. I'm yeah, going home. Yep. Uh, this cat lived. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but also, I've always just kind of had in my head that the guy says, hey, take me with you. Hey, take me in your kingdom. But he yeah. doesn't. He says, remember me. Right. Hey, would you do me this, this much? Because I don't deserve anything. I mean, it's, it's such a, a show of humility. Yeah. Just, will you just do one thing? When you think back on this, because, I mean, you're dying on a cross, so you're going to think on this. Will you just remember me, the guy that changed and had to change your heart and, believe, and stuff? Yeah. Just, just have a good thought. Just be satisfied with that. And then to, for Jesus to say, remember you man you're gonna be with me yeah yeah i know yeah, that was great it was great uh somebody points out a baker needs the dough so it can rise <laughs> how true is that because yeah the whole idea Ooh. um no no sorry nope, i gotta mind. shoot it down nope. <laughs> because we're supposed to not add the leaven, leaven. don't right. add the yeast to yeah, hypocrisy it's true because it puffs it up <laughs> and gluten it nope it doesn't keep going okay no, but I like that. Um, Good job, though. Uh, would you so? Would you say the circum the circumcision of the heart is the same as softening or breaking through the hard stone heart? Yes. Is it a one to one? Uh, it's piercing. It's piercing the heart. It's it's taking out the hardness and putting in the softness and making it. You know that whole thing about I'll give you a new heart and I'll put my spirit in to move you. What it's saying yeah. is, do you even understand why it's a heart of stone? Why for writing on? Kind of. For breaking, maybe you, um, no, you write on it to because break Because their heart, the heart, his, his chosen people, the chosen people were created at Mount Sinai when he brought down the law on tablets of stone. And he told them to put the law in their heart. And so they had the, the law written on stone mm -hmm. in their heart. And it was just religious duty. And he says, okay, your heart of stone. Religious duty. I'm spelling it D-U-T-Y. No. Go on. Not naughty, <laughs> religious duty. That would be duty. It is both, though. Anyway, and so he's saying, hey, I'm going to take that heart of stone. You're, you have right. this, your heart is in the, the law written on stone. But see, I'm going to give you a heart of flesh because I'm going to become it personified. And I'm going to give you the most incredible gift uh, and salvation and everything. And all those things you were trying to earn and work for and thinking I'm just mm -hmm -hmm, under my thumb. I'm just going to give them to you. Yeah. Just free for the taking. That's going to be really difficult for you to accept because we've been doing it the other way for so long. But those who get it, right? Those who get it, they're going to be so flabbergasted and floored that God has did what and doing what and offering what that. And, and what does He require of me? 
a little gratefulness. To little, take it. <laughs> to take it, receive yeah, it, and, I mean, and enjoy it. Yeah. So, but I'm so grateful. And I so appreciate it. I want, I want to, now I want, now I want to be like him. And he goes, aha, see, that's my spirit making, I'm moving you to want to because I took right. away the. And yeah. like you said though, it's so funny. I, I also uh, can't help but think of the C.S. Lewis great divorce. Um, how that, what did you say? The, the relief and the ceasing, you know, like these good positive things can be met as just awful, like depending on that, your perspective. Yeah, you when you God's, see what hardens Pharaoh's heart. Yes, God hardens his heart because he brings relief. Yes. When he saw the relief, he saw there was right. re relief. He hardened his heart. Right. When he saw that the the, the, uh, the plague stopped, uh, that there was uh, that it ceased. Yeah. He hardened his heart, and it's like, well, that's God's mercy. Oh, that's how God hardened him by being merciful but, and kind. And, and I think, yeah, even the way that you say, like, when He offers you that grace and mercy, and it's free, and you kind of go, well, well, so I didn't do nothing for it. You know, like I didn't earn it. Like I think that can put some people off. That's mm -hmm. kind of that great divorce. Like, well, I don't like this guy. He doesn't <laughs> seem very fair. He just kind of does stuff willy nilly for whatever well, he wants. Well, I, I, there's, a, there's a way that things are done and he's not doing Pharaoh, the way that it Pharaoh's should be. such a great example because, you know, he's under the punishment, under the, you know, <laughs> there goes the monkey. He's under the, uh, the discipline and he's like, okay, okay, I give, I give, I give. And God says, okay, great, here's relief. We'll make it cease. And he goes, oh, wait, it stopped? Maybe it wasn't God. Yeah, right, and, right. Okay, yeah, it's not God. Right, exactly. And we kind of do that. You know, we, we go for God in the foxhole. And then we, we live through the, the battle and we go, oh, I guess I didn't need him. Go, <laughs> no. He's the one that you pray to the gotcha. Oh, we're just not that we're smart. Horrible. Some people's kids, huh? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I like that line. I do too, that's funny. Because I'm talking about God's kids and that's all of us. Yeah. Um, Do you like my little uh, angry person uh, <laughs> sending an email? I know. <laughs> oh, wait, you're spelling it how? Okay. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Never delete, mind. Delete, delete. I love This is my favorite church. I'm never leaving. <laughs> that's about, that's about right. Are there any questions? You get too we... much of a kick out I of that. I do. You, did you hear how uh, loud Buddy laughed for services? Because he knows it's true. That is funny. No, yeah, we uh, don't really have, I got a couple non-related. Okay, well, we should wrap uh, it up then. We will wrap it up. Um, I really do love the way you deliver the weird of the Bible. I wonder if that's supposed to be word because it's true both ways, but I love the way you deliver the weird of the Bible. I clearly understand it better and it excites me to read my Bible. I love this church, his place, very friendly, welcoming church. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you so much. Very that much. is just wonderful. Oh, it does say, and then it says the, war, the word, not, not weird. <laughs> but I love the way that you deliver the weird of the Bible personally. Um, and then they also ask, when are groups starting back? We already have groups uh, going, um, but usually, historically, the, the big bunch of new groups start up in the fall. Yes, yeah. And because everyone's gone in the summer, so it just happens to be hitting it in the summertime. So probably in the fall we'll see more, but they're already, we're, there are groups meeting. And adding and to them. And yeah, just come in and go to consult the big wall. And are we supposed to get back to normal next Sunday? Isn't, what's the latest? That's the word the I heard. As far as I know, we're still hitting the 30th as the... Because man, if we can put our seats back, that'd yes, be cool. Yes, that will be cool. And I understand that there will be pie next week. Uh, yes, 4th of July, coffee Ooh. and pie. Little mini pies, you get your own pie. Cherry, oh. apple, or if you just can't decide, hey, have both. Ooh. Have one of each. Yes, that's what I'll use as an excuse to have two pies. Um, okay, yeah, I think that's all we got. Everyone said otherwise, it's super yes, hot. Yes, yes, we have yep. a question here. Yes. 
Jacob lived there and everything? It never seemed that great. <laughs> That's a great question. The, he, uh, the, he's talking about the promised land is said over and over and over. The land that flows with milk and honey. The land of milk and honey. It's the promised land. When did it flow with all this milk and honey? Because it never seemed that great when they're in it. If you jump to the book of Hebrews, uh, in a couple chapters, uh, the guy makes this incredible point that they never made it to the actual promised land. That they never entered into their real rest, the place that God actually had for them. That, that uh, there still remains that rest, that promised rest, right. uh, to be entered into. And you go, well then, well wait, if it wasn't the land, what are we talking about then? What's this promised land we're waiting to enter? Right. And you look at the, the milk and honey, the milk and honey, milk and honey. There's only one other place you find milk and honey in the Old Testament that I found. In the Song of Solomon, milk and honey are under her tongue. That's right. And it's all over the Old Testament. They talk about the milk of the word. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, you, you just need the milk still. Right. And then your word is like honey on my lips. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I have a feeling the real promised land that we all are to enter into is the land of milk and honey that's in our mouth through speaking his word, putting, you know, the, his word is in your heart and in your mouth, the milk of the word, the honey. So that's just my, that's just my little take on it. The, the real milk and honey, the land that flows with milk and honey right. is this real estate right here. Isn't because the, under the Pharisees' tongues, remember, you're serpents and you have uh, poison under your tongue. But then there's milk and honey on the lips of this person over right. here. And out of your heart, the mouth speaks. And so it's this flow of the milk and honey. <laughs> that's my guess. But you're right on. I, I, was, I did a whole study looking, where's this milk and honey? And what's it stand yeah. for? It flows with milk and it flows with honey. Now, I will give you this, though. I can't speak for the honey. But for, I mean, I'm always looking at the symbols going, what are you saying that we're not seeing? Right. When it talks about Zion, which is a mountain where God's establishing his throne, it's, he says in the Old Testament, I've likened her to your mother, to a mother. And she will dandle you at our sides and, uh, and breastfeed you uh, and you will drink deeply of her riches. And, but it's the, mount, it's the land, it's the Mount Zion. And I went, oh, so there's a land that flows with milk metaphorically right. because Mount Zion will be like our mother that comforts right, us right, right. with right. symbolic milk. So I'm, but I have well, found the, the honey. Isn't the honey? Who, who's the, uh, the, the honey on the lips? Isn't that the There's a good one and a bad one. Yeah, I was going to say. The harlot. It, we're warned Because the harlot. Right, right, right. And if uh, um, old Shlomo uh, Solomon is uh, right in the two of those, do we, know, uh, do we know who he's talking about? Who's got the, who's the honey and what that's, what's that representing? The harlot. The harlot. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There's a bunch of very interesting symbols. But yeah, in once again, I think I do love the approach that we sort of take with that stuff, which is collect them. Go collect all of those. Put those scriptures in your heart. You read. You don't just read a part and you go, "Well, I have a that piece didn't to that happen." Puzzle. And that, yeah, you go, "Okay, well, what else? What is what is that land? What is the heart, honey, and milk, and all yep. those things that we're talking Receive about?" Receive every word I've spoken into your heart and have ears to hear. I've yet to right. do that, but let's all keep trying. Right. Um, Somebody else asked, uh, is paradise heaven? So when making that, that statement, is he saying heaven? Um, I don't know. 
That's a, there's a lot of conversation and arguments about that because he says with me today, right. but then he doesn't rise. Right. And when he rises uh, uh, on Sunday morning, he says, don't touch me. I haven't risen to the father yet. Yeah. And, uh, and in his parable about the rich man and Lazarus, there's Abraham's bosom where maybe people were waiting for Christ to set them, the captives free. Uh, you know, yeah. and there's a divide and when, and he says things like, Hey, when you see everyone eating with Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. So there's things I don't understand and know. What? Uh, I'm at it. I'm going to get my typewriter back out. Uh -oh, uh -oh. Dear pastor Bruce, I demand that you know everything or I will no longer come to your church. I know this. I know that wherever he was with Jesus in whatever way that day, it was paradise. Right. So I'm, who's going to quibble? about paradise. I will. Uh, I believe, and I'm, I, I could be making this up, but I think it's the same word for Eden, I think, which is, I remember hearing some argument about that for what it's worth, which doesn't mean anything because I don't know any more about yeah. that necessarily. And but, then when he says this day or today, mm -hmm. he uses that terminology and not always as this current 24 hour period. Right. You know, this is the day of salvation right. today, if you hear his voice. And so it may mean that in this, you know, after I rise from the dead, because this is a new day. This is a day of salvation that's coming. So exactly. today, this new day that's about to happen, right? it may be that. Be and maybe hours maybe that guy years. went with him to Abraham's bosom and they sat there and ate and then set everyone free. Who, with Lazarus can, and they can still anyone saw tell them. me what Jesus did? That's, that's the question, because I think the answers are in the word of God. I, but I think they're buried so deep. What was he doing from the time he died till he rose uh, from the dead? Because his body was just dead. Right. And to be uh, absent from the bodies, be present with God, but then when you are God, what, what happens? And where, what, where was he and what was he doing? And, uh, you know, you got these weird statements like in Peter where he says, Oh, and Jesus preached to those who were alive in Noah's day. And you go, He did? Well, yeah, I thought they were all dead. Oh, they were. Was that the big banquet hall? Okay, like, hey, well, if I was making guesses on what yeah. he was doing, yeah. But then you go, well, wouldn't they just go, yes? And I don't know where they were, and I don't know what that's like. But, you know, those reserved in chains and darkness, and it's like, there's so much we don't understand. This is very comforting to me, by the way, that we don't understand most of it. Right. We, we've been given certain pieces that give us more than enough to bring us to a loving father for the sacrifice of his son. But when we go, well, here's why God's unfair. And he goes, oh, oh, yeah, tell me now, you who, who know everything about what happens on the invisible, in the invisible yeah. realm. How many dimensions are there there? Yeah. Is there more dimensions of time? How do those physics work? We go, well, I mean, everything, I'm basing everything on what I see here. And he goes, yeah, that's not real smart, huh? You're a kid. If I, wanted to sh if I wanted you to know those things, I wouldn't just drop these tantalizing weird statements about them to right. let you, because when he does that, I look at that and I go, oh, you're letting us know that it would actually not be beneficial for us to know everything that goes on, but yet you want us to know there's something going on so that we can know through faith, you have things under control. Right. Dad comes home from work, you don't pretend to understand everything that he's doing. I mean, it's just a, it's a simple analogy. Yeah. You just go, you love me. Thanks for the time that you're spending with me. I can't wait to know more about you and what you do for a living. But for now, you get in the car and you leave every morning and you come back 
a little grumpier. But I don't know what you're doing <laughs> the there. Analogy's breaking stamping down. down, stamping out, you know, factory parts. I couldn't begin to understand that, and we should just have that same humility. But All when right. he says, "Hey, I'm taking you to Disneyland," okay. You don't need to say, <laughs> yeah. well, are we, do you mean the hotel the first night or, and then the park the second right. day? Or do you mean the park the first night? He goes, how about you just accept Disneyland? Yeah, and you don't start pretending to know everything <laughs> about every ride. You just go, it sounds great, and I can't wait to find out what it is. We've got to stop talking. Okay. Notice how I, do, I, I say that while you're talking? Yes, I do. <laughs> I should say it while I'm talking. You finish your point. All right. We should stop. Okay, well, That's I would just my... like to say, hey, let's stop talking. Uh, it was my point. That's good. Okay. All right. Then let's go enjoy this thousand degree heat together and let it get us out of our seat. Okay. Uh, you got anything that you want to tease us with for next week before we sign off? No. I'm still trying to get to that incredible, uh, that stone heart thing I'm not telling you about yeah. yet. There is still something that I is... read a study, by the way, I printed out and read a study about it we should talk about this week. Okay. No, because you'll just rain on my parade. I'll, I'll rain on your parade. And so your strategy is to not let me in the office? Is that what's going to happen? I know it. You bring in a rain cloud? What if it had a healthy <laughs> butt? <laughs> okay. Okay. All oh, right, by we the go. way, what? Uh, that first cat I showed looked very much like our old Reckon Yard cats. Uh -huh. That kitten that I showed looked nothing like the uh, kitten. <laughs> yeah, a the little more mangy But stuff. I looked up on Google, uh, sick kittens. Nobody wanted to see that, I'll tell no. you. Okay. Love you all. Good. Now we have We're something leaving. nice to sign Nobody off. Nobody wanted to see that. Think of those sickly kittens, and we love you, and we'll see you. It's next. hammer time. Let's oh go. Boy. Break it down. Okay.